Today we are doing something a little bit different. I'm going to begin a series of podcasts over the next few days to weeks. The first one I'm going to talk about tonight is what is on all of our minds. The tragedy, the unnecessary tragedy in Texas. 19 elementary age children in a classroom were murdered by an 18-year-old came in, was able to break into a school, go into a classroom, and shoot these children and two teachers. I can't get over that after all this time, how much and how horrible this is continues to go on. I thought many years ago, back in the 1990s, at Col- after the Columbine massacre, that maybe we would learn a lesson about high-capacity firearms and everything else that goes with it. But we didn't. I thought maybe after the one shooting in Connecticut of those elementary children and so many of them dying that we would learn the lesson, but we didn't. After the high school shooting in Florida, we still did not learn the lesson. How many times do we have to have our young children, our future, die because of our reticence to look, take a second look at the Second Amendment. For a second, let's look at that Second Amendment. The Second Amendment has two, some people will say, totally different ideas. The first is talking about a militia. Now, let's look at that concept of a militia. A militia in the 1790s was not... Uh, the kind of militia we think of today when we think of these crazy people doing it. It was more like a a citizen reserve army. We had no standing army. So the feelings were that we had to be prepared to defend our homes. Remember, we just had got over a war with England. We just got a war over uh, a potential war with France. We had to worry about Spain. And we had to worry about the knaves that we had stolen their land. So there's a lot of reasons why they wanted the citizens prepared and why they said they should be able to have the, have the weapons necessary to defend themselves. But let's also look at the weapons of the time too. How do you fire the muskets back at that time or the rifles back in that time? First thing is you put a charge of powder down it. Then you put a patch to hold the powder in. Then you put one more musket balls in and a patch to hold the musket balls in. Then you pour a little bit of powder onto the, uh, onto the flash pan and pull the trigger and fire it. And if you were a really good shot, you, would pro- you could hit it. If you were really good and practiced that, you might, just might, be able to get two rounds off in a minute. They did not even imagine the idea of a revolver with rotating they didn't even have have bullets as we'd known back then. It was a far different cry from weapons that can shoot 30, 40, 50 rounds in a matter of seconds and take 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 lives in a matter of seconds. Okay, let's look again at that. It says the rights of the citizens to bear arms shall not be infringed. Again, Let's look at the beginning with the concept of a militia. To say that that gives everybody the right who wants to have a weapon for whatever reason 
any kind of weapon is probably not an accurate intention of the writers of that Second Amendment. So if you want to go by the uh, original intent versus the words, then we really need to look, take a second look at it and maybe, maybe get some decisions. Why will not that not happen? Well, the Republicans run scared for whatever reason of anything that's going to limit the availability of guns, particularly uh, handguns and uh, uh, assault-type weapons. The second thing is, Mitch McConnell, through the auspices of President Number 45, who shall remain nameless, in fact, has pushed through five, uh, well, four for him, he pushed through four very conservative justices that believe in the absolutes of the Second Amendment. Because of that, we see these tragedies happen over and over and over, even though the majority of people in this country want to see reasonable gun uh, possession rules that allow the citizens to want to use them for real purposes, for real, uh, maybe even self-defense. Another issue we have with it, besides the states having uh, anybody now, many of them, to uh, carry a weapon, concealed or otherwise, without any kind of permit. We have another thing called stand your ground. That means that somebody is carrying a weapon, if they feel threatened and they shoot somebody because they felt threatened, they in fact may not be charged with any crime, even if they kill that person. In states with stand, that, stand your ground rules, more uh, gun deaths occur than before. The other thing is we're also forgetting in our, our whole our terror of our sadness of these mass gun, gun casualties, we tend to forget one more thing. The majority of people killed by firearms are killed through suicide, number one, and accidental shooting as well. And with so many guns available. There are 160 guns, I think it is, for every 100 people in this country. And the odd thing with that, only about one-third of the population actually owns guns. So that makes, when you get right down to it, the numbers are even belying that. So we go talk about gun owners having multiple um, ones. In some places, like if you're in the wild west areas of Montana and Wyoming, where you have wild animals and you don't have a lot of people around, okay, but do we still need an assault weapon? Do we still need something that's going to fire 30 to 50 rounds? I don't believe so. When are we going to end the tragedies? When are we going to have reasonable discussion and, and some sort of control of these weapons? They want to say guns don't kill people, people kill people, and that's true. But if the guns aren't available, it's kind of hard to do that killing. If a person wants to commit suicide, sure, they've got other ways to do it. But they've got second thoughts on everything except perhaps hanging themselves. When you put that gun to your face, to your head, to your heart, you pull that trigger, you don't have a second thought about what you've done. It's too late. 
It is no different than standing on something, putting something around your neck, and then kicking whatever you stood on away. You don't have time for uh, or the ability for second thought, although maybe somebody will come in and save you before you do die, if your neck doesn't get broken. But you don't have that with a weapon. And how about children? How about children who get hold of these guns? And not knowing whether they're loaded and not start pointing at somebody and pull the trigger. And if they are loaded, we have another tragedy. And we're talking sometimes four and five-year-olds have access to these weapons. We need to have reasonable, reasonable gun control. I'm not going to take the time to go through all the reasonable things we, we could do with it, but we need to have some rules. We need to have something. We shouldn't go back to the Wild West. We are the mocking, are being mocked by the world for our deaths. No other country comes even close to the firearm deaths that we have, particularly in the mass shootings. Where is it going to be? Is it going to be your children, your grandchildren, that are the next ones to die because of the reticence of people to take on things like the NRA and the super conservative right of the Republican Party? We have six grandchildren. We have five of those grandchildren that are going to be in school this fall. We have a six-year-old that begins kindergarten. We have a 10-year, one's going to be 10 years old, that's going to begin fourth grade. We have one that's going to be 12 years old attending, going to be going into sixth grade. We have one that's going to be 13-year-old in the fall attending seventh grade. We've got one who's 17 and he's going to be going 11th grade, or 16 going on, he's going to be going into 11th grade. They're all going to be in danger. What about your grandchildren? What about your children? We got to protect this. The same ones who protect an embryo that has the potential to be a human don't care enough to protect the children that we have. What hypocrisy. What hypocrisy. They should be got forced to watch the videos of these funerals day in and day out every time they happen. Yes, I'm angry. I'm frustrated. I'm sad. All of the above. It continues day in and day out. We've seen that since the end of the ban on assault weapons. There was a ban one time. After that changed, we now had these mass, mass deaths happen quite regularly. It's bad enough when a man goes into a, a store and kills people because they're black. And he's afraid of the replacement theory. We'll get into that another time. That is bad enough. Those people are adults. They have some chance. Those kids had no chance. This idiot 18-year-old eight, had his own problems, takes their lives, and shortens it and pays with his own. Listeners, it is time to let our representatives know we're not going to tolerate this bullshit anymore. Thanks for listening. God bless you. God bless this great nation and all its legitimate leaders. God bless our troops where they are. Good night.